Welcome to episode 113 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on the SBTS we try to get a flavour of our local football here in East Sussex but in particular the club I follow for my sins, Hastings United. On the Christmas edition, episode 113, we have the return of that George He Bangs the Drum Gasson as we go through our Christmas top 5 song picks and get in that Christmas spirit. Then we have the SBTS Fan Roundtable. And in this festive roundtable, we round up all the action in Yismi and Prem. Enjoy, and don't forget to have a good Christmas, SBTS fans. Before we start, here's a few festive messages. First up is Hughes Boss and all-round top man, Chris Agata. A huge happy Christmas, first and foremost, to you and the family, Chris. Um, I hope Father Christmas is uh, very generous in the gifts that he brings to you and uh, you and the family. Uh, I hope you have a well-deserved break over the festive period. Uh, also, I want to take this as an opportunity on behalf of the staff, the players and the club as a whole, just to say a massive thank you for all the great work you do on the podcast. You shine such a positive light on Hastings United Football Club week in, week out. Your content's superb. And uh, we really appreciate all your effort and commitment um, to the Hastings United cause. And uh, we're thoroughly looking forward to more of the same in the new year. So again, a massive thank you for all your hard work. And again, um, I hope you have a great Christmas to you and the family. Uh, And equally as big, happy Christmas to all the Hastings United supporters. Again, you genuinely are the best in the league. Your support's unwavering. You always show up in numbers, home and away. Um, Always louder, always making your feelings felt and always that 12th man for us. So again, on behalf of the staff and the players and again the club as a whole a massive massive happy christmas to all of the hastings united supporters and again a thank you for your um unwavering and continued support it's dave from the grassroots plus podcast up here in the east midlands we'd like to wish chris and all the listeners to the sussex by the sea podcast a very merry christmas and a happy new year keep up the good work chris and all the best from your favorite northern podcasters mick and dave cheers Hello, Merry Christmas uh, to everyone at uh, Sussex by the Sea and obviously all Hastings United supporters. We've had a, well, we've had an eventful year. Uh, the old owners, they, uh, they tried to turn us into an Eastbourne side. Then the new manager, uh, we had a start of the season, he actually did turn us into a London team. Now we're a Hastings side, who knows how long for, and it would be, would be great, wouldn't it, in 2024 if we could become an Ashford side. That would be really the one place missing. Until then, see you at Pilot Field until they move us on. Bye, Merry Christmas and all that. Bye. Come on, you use. And now over to me and Mr Gasson's top five Crimbo picks. All right, it gives me great pleasure to introduce episode 113's 
top five Christmas songs this this year with the wonderful George Gasson, the man who plays the drum week in, week out for Hastings. Coming in to replace Safety Dave, I mean, there's a lot of things you could say there. I mean, I mean, there's no, th there's no, there's no replacement for Safety Dave, is there? So. No, there isn't. As I can see, um, George already watching his words because he knows that Dave is desperate to uh, ban him from the pilot field. Yeah, yeah. as as um, George has already said that I look like Eddie Izzard. I obviously take that as a great compliment and uh, bless you, my child. First of all, George, though, how are you and how's your preparations for Christmas? Christmas preparations going very, very well. Um, shame not to have a Hastings game for 10 days, but um, what is there really to do? Uh, going to go get some food tomorrow and that's all that's all it isn't it okay and so you'll be spending it with your loved ones yeah yeah just just with the other half is christmas okay. um yeah so looking forward to that um and then a nice game for me on boxing day folks done away yeah bit of a bugger can't get to that one but i'm sure lots of Hastings fans um will be suitably stuffed and uh, heading to folkestone Okay, well, look, as you are the guest, George, um, please uh, furnish me with your first tune. Um, uh, are we in any order, or we're we going five to one? We, 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 we. Well, mine are in no order. So, if you want to do five to one, that's absolutely up to you, sir. So, t please tell me your first tune. Let's do them in a random order. Let's start off with an underrated, underplayed tune, and that is Christmas Rapping by The Waitresses. Right. I'm not sure I've heard this one, you know. Oh, you've heard it. You've heard it. Oh, of course I have. Yes. Yes, sorry. I, yeah. yeah, good tune. So, any particular reason why you chose this one? Uh, underrated, banger, super bass line. Um, I decided not to bore your listener with actually musically analysing these tracks, um, just picking them on, on vibe. But superb song about doing what you want to do at Christmas. Don't worry about anyone else. Uh, great message. Great tune. Uh, party song. Yeah. Exactly. Bar humbug. Yeah, so this was this was uh, three girls, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And who wouldn't like three girls on, at, around Christmas? Anyway, I keep disappearing. Uh, my camera's annoying me, but um, yes. Well, all, all of us that are a little bit more older would have heard this one. So uh, good choice, George. Thanks very much. Strong start. Yeah. Right, okie dokie. We're going to move on to my uh, first choice. Now, obviously, I did five beforehand. So this is my top five of about the, the, the zillion albums I've got of Christmas, so just bear with me and I shall. Oh, you got to head off first with a bit of David Essex. Uh, no one. David Essex, who is, in in my eyes, undefeated. Is it going to play? Oh, right, we all know. Everyone, anyone that thinks of Christmas, think of David Essex, you think of the, the neckerchief. Um, I mean, what else can I say? I mean, the great hair. There's always a roasting fire near him. Um, yeah, a good bit of ham. Who 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 could knock a, a good bit of ham over Christmas, eh? This is what it's all about, Chris. It's what mm. it's all about. Tunes like this. Um, I'm there, mate. I'm there. I usually like the ones where he's got the he'll posture, like go on a rock, put one leg up on a rock, just like you know, just. Yeah, mm. I've stuff. actually I've heard a lot of um, of those covers of Christmas songs this Christmas, um, mm. where they're played on an 80s keyboard. 
right. just waiting for the DJ button to be pressed. Um, and they're all aiming, they're all trying, they're reaching for this, but they're not getting there. You're not, are you? Well, it was only a winter's tale. It was only a winter's tale. Just As you know, uh, I've got massive credibility, I have. Right. That's, uh, that's my choice. Let's turn that one down. Goodbye, David. Right, Georgie Porgy, what is your next tune? Well, a bit like a top band where you're waiting for their, their biggest hit. I'm going to get this one out of the way so we're not waiting for it. Uh, and I'm going to put Gaudete in the mix. Right. Any particular reason for this tune? Just... Technical, musical brilliance, beautiful, makes you think of a dark Christmas Eve night, mm. um, choral singing, uh, singing in your own accent as well, really important. Mm. Great harmonies, just lovely, warm. You always want to put this on when you're having some nibbles with the family at Christmas time. Oh yeah, definitely. Nice background music, this one. You don't expect, like, say, Howie coming in on the end of this to continue it. No, no, you uh, no, uh, go, uh. go. <laughs> so that might be one more person that listens to this podcast. It could possibly be that Howie listens this week. Um, Obviously, he's going to listen. Yeah, he's been he's been name checked now, so he's got to cheers. Anyway. We love I'm all our fan base. Sorry, I'm, go on, George. I'm surprised Ben Bennett hasn't changed the lyrics and done a Hastings song in Latin um, about all all 15 players. Uh, disappointed, Current. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's letting us down, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Too busy focusing on the Arsenal. Um, but he'll yeah. get there. Well, the, he's only done one good song, in my opinion. And we know what that one is, don't we? So Follow Hastings away. Right. <laughs> uh, well, he's in a pub still, that one. I like that one. That was good. Nice. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, all the someone... good songs for the players that leave straight away. I know yeah. that's he's got a good skill at that. Actually, you you were the best. You didn't you do one? Who was it that? Karen Misiarka didn't even play a game. Yeah. I mean that's that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's at Chatham now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And was you not the creator of the wonderful and one of the best players we've ever had, Tyler Christian Laws tune, weren't you as well? That yeah. wonderful ditty. So what what happened there? Um, was that we wrote the song, it kicked off in the clubhouse, people singing it, mm. and then he asked for another one. And then it, the, the form of the team and him sort of went downhill after that. Um, so there you go. That was, well done yeah, that to was, you, George, mate. That's, yeah, well, it was Tyler's feedback, it hit the whole team, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, it wasn't very captain y, just to say that, really. So wanting another yeah. tune wasn't, you know, yeah, there you go. Wouldn't, ca- yeah. wouldn't catch Adam Lovett asking for a third song, would you? So, no, no, yeah, anyway. Right, let's move on to my choice. So the next one will be... Oh, I'll tell you what, I think it's got to be a bit, a bit of time for a bit of Big Frank. Um, oh, go on. That's good. That's nice. Yeah. There's no there's no Frank on my list, so that's nice. That you oh, got... well, that's good. That's good to oh, hear. Nice. Yeah. Now, this is just something I just... I feel like I'm without a hat. Bear with me one second. I need another hat.
What about this one, George? What do we think? It's good. I don't know why you're so worried about your hairline. For your age, it looks very good. What'd you say, mate? I don't know why you're so worried about your hairline. For your age, it looks very good. No, the hair's gone. I'm not as bad as Ben Bennett, let's be no, fair, in no, terms no. of hair. So I officially look, don't look like a Christmas pudding, I look a bit like a penis, to be honest. You look a bit like a penis. Phallic it was, symbol. To Let's be get fair, that off. It was, the one, last one looked like balls over your face. <laughs> so. Anyway, Big Frank, love Big Frank, got many albums of Big Frank, uh, and what a voice, um, a great Christmas song. Classic, absolute classic, Chris. Beauty. Love this one. Okay, right. I mean, are we, come let us adore him. Is this a song about Aggie? It could well be, couldn't it? It could be, couldn't it? Chris. Aggie. Could be. Yeah. It's not like a Gene song, but we won't go there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, worry about that one. Anyway. Right then, a wonderful tune. Right, let's move on now to the lovely George's third choice. Well, I'm going to go for what I think would be my favourite when I put this in the middle. This is uh, Ring Out Solstice Bells, mm. Jeffro Toll. Ah, yeah. Jeffro Toll, eh? Yeah. That loud enough? Perfect. Yeah, that's a good tune, this one. Just one of those classics. It's, it's seems like where you get like the Slade. It's, yeah. all, it's just this is your album, your Christmas throughout. The, the best of, yeah, Ooh. that's in there. That's better. I can't have me. Tu- I can't have me turkey on my head anymore. I say, yeah, hairline looking, not looking too good there. What can we do? No, again, I think this is another one that's a bit underrated, a bit underplayed. Mm. Oh, Christ, this was it. Mariah Carey. Yeah, Fairy Town of um, New York. What else they play now? Because I don't listen to radio. Last Christmas. There's always a place for Last Christmas. But... Yeah, no, it's, they're not, none of those songs are bad, but this one should be played a bit more. Mm. Something about under the mistletoe. Yeah, great harmonies. What? I wonder who has kissed under the mistletoe at the pilot bar. Are we willing to start any rumours or? Well, what goes on in the pilot bar has got to stay in the pilot bar, hasn't it, Chris? You got to turn up, got to turn up to see it. Well, we remember the mannequin. Anyway. There we go. Anyway, we're done for that then. Right, so. Very good choice there, George. Oh, yeah, that's where the mannequin arm went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gone. It's, it is no more. Uh, comedy timing. Right, so my third, third choice. Um, now, um, I have a, a lot of Christmas albums, I've said quite a few times. Um, but one of my favourite ones that I used to play to my older kids was the Renan Stimpy Christmas album. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, Ren and Stimpy was a 90s cartoon, um, kind of adult-ish cartoon. And this tune is called The 12 Days of Yaxmas. So I'm just going to stick that on there, Stimpy. One year I do want to do top five worst ones with you. That'd be quite nice. Uh, yeah, oof. Well, I had the Andre Rear album on earlier. Andre Rear's Christmas. And like one one or two of them, 
are actually not bad. You know, he's like, all right. Charlotte don't like him because he looks. Yeah. She said he looks creepy. Mailman, got your mail here. Hey, Ren, you got a package, and look at the size of it. Hang on. Wow, that's this is very you, Chris. Holy black. Holy, holy black. Ignoramia, and it's written in Ignoramish. Right. right, this is a great tune. Is that too loud? Oh boy. It's fine. Stimpy, you're never going to believe what he said. Tell me. Tell me. On the first day of Yaxmas cousin Sven, he sent to me a nose goblin stuck to a chair. On the second day of Yaxmas cousin Sven, he sent to me two jars of spit and a nose goblin stuck to a chair. On the third day of Yaxmas cousin Sven, he sent to me three used bandages, two jars of spit. And they know goblins start to end. Ben Bennett couldn't do better than this. No. Of Yaxmas cousin Sven, he sent to me four stay put socks, three used bandages, two jars of. And they know goblins start to end. We get to five. We get to five. All right. On the fifth day of Yaxmas cousin Sven, he sent to me five golden hairballs. Four step with socks, three used bandages, two jars of spit, and a nose goblin start to air. On the sixth day of Yaxmas, cousin Sven, he sent to me six yaks of shaven. Hey, let's not talk about shaven. Well, that is a genuinely good reworking of the 12 Days of Christmas. I'll give you that. Have you have you heard the worst one? No. Who is it about? Who is it by? Destiny's Child. Eight Days of Christmas. Eh? Yeah, if you if you listen to that, it will make you cry and cancel Christmas. It's honestly, I, I never I never thought a Christmas song could be this bad, but it is. Seriously, well, yeah. that, well, that maybe maybe next year, George, we'll look at that. I think yeah. worst ones because there worst. is some dross. There's some there's some oh. really bad stuff. Well, I, I'm sure talking to dross. I think Bross did a Christmas song as well as well. I know what they what they called East Seventeen did one. Which I still think is terrible, but a lot it's of not a Christmas really song. Good. That is not a Christmas song. It's about his brother's suicide. It's not a good Christmas. But then why song. are they, uh, you know, all dressed in white and they're all anyway? Let's not get to let's... make to make the money. To make the money, mate. Your choice, George. Right, we'll go for a bit of bit of Bing. Bit of Bing. You like. bit of Bing. And the classic that is White Christmas. Oh, I think on my last one, I did the Bing with um, David Bowie. I'm not sure. I can't remember what I did. Yeah, I think, I think you did, actually. That's yeah. probably the one I went for. Yeah. But, uh, oh, he's... Didn't, no, didn't, didn't Dave... Did, or did didn't Dave do that? I, I can't think, remember. I think Dave went for that, you know. I was just in awe of safety Dave keeping me safe. Yeah. Well, he, he kept you safe until he chose the Queen one. So, I mean, you sit, you're listening to this. This is absolute must play over christmas period yeah this is this is iconic this is play it when you're having a, a wine with your nan but also put it on in the clown and everyone will sing along perfect oh i was in the clown friday yeah all oh, right we was in there saturday still smells oh, yes. did the, the guy with the wig on his head was he in that could be anyone in the clown <laughs> <laughs> 
but it was still packed. It smells a bit better for anyone that's been in the last few weeks. Oh. The, the clown now smells a bit better. And um, they've taken the sprouts out of the microwave. And uh, <laughs> but obviously, it's still the still the best pub in the in the town. So. Absolutely, indeed. Uh, talking of pubs, if anyone's about, um, I may be having a few pints on Christmas Eve in the Dolphin. I try and do it every year. So that's the 24th Christmas Eve for people that don't know. Sometimes people need to be told, but that's not just because I'm sad and lonely. I will be with other people, but just in case. It's nice to bump into people in the old town. Always nice. It's right. good, to, good to send out a warning to the Dolphin as well that you're going to be there. Um, and they'll have less custom on that day. Uh, that's a hate crime. And I know... Obviously, you think I look like Eddie Izzard, but anyway, enough of that. Okay, right. A, a wonderful song that we've ruined by talking over. Um, let's go to My Choice. This is one I was thinking, I've, known, I've known this tune many, many years. Uh, when my kids were first, well, first knocking around, it was part, part of this absolute um, essential uh, that had to come on. It's uh, Marshall Brothers and Mr. Santa's Boogie. Yep, love this too. I've got nothing funky to say about this song. Um, what, what are you doing Christmas? Um, so Boxing Day, obviously Hastings. Yep. Then after that, are you going to go see family or a family coming to you? We've seen family, really. We've, um, um, we're going to do another big trip in February. Uh, we're just enjoying being at home over Christmas. Uh, when we're not at home, we're at a Hastings game. So That you are. You're always at Hastings games. It's got to be something wrong with you. <laughs> well, we've got five aways in a row, aren't we, coming up? Oh, no. That is a killer. I don't know how many I'm going to be able to make of those, but... Tune. Right then. So it is now your fifth choice. What is it going to be, sir? Well, I know I've said a few are overplayed, and this one is a bit, but it's overplayed for a reason. Step into Christmas, Elton. This one for me would be a good song, even if it wasn't about Christmas and the topic was changed. It's still a really good Elton John song. Oh, yeah. First on the jukebox, this one, every time. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, no, you, no one could hate this tune. I mean, it's just, come on. Yeah, my, my, this, it's funny this one, because like, he used to get a free pass, my old man used to get, he, he would say, this is fine, but if he ever heard Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul, Paul McCartney, he yes. would try and smash things up. Whereas I'm not, a, I'm, I can tolerate both. This is the better track though. Um, it was between this and the last one, and baby please come home oh okay. okay but baby please come home was co-written and produced by phil Spector, so that one lost out oh that's slightly that's slightly woke of you isn't it is it so is that 
He only he did a bit of murdering, to be fair. And hasn't everyone? And he idolised Wagner, who I hate. Yeah, so. Well, no, that's definitely not good, is it? No. Um, it was more the Wagner thing than the murdering, to be honest. <laughs> the murdering is actually yeah, reasonable, but um, idolising that German bastard is not. Let's, let's not talk about the war. Right. No offence, Henning, if you're listening. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Henning's done, actually. If he's listening to this, Henning done a great Christmas message, just so, and that will be out with this episode when it comes out. So, anyway, great tune, great tune. So, I will play my last track. It is the Temptations. Better be the right, but better be the right version. Right, that's a little drummer boy by the Temptations. Yes, it's a right version. A great tune, anyway. Yes, it is cheating because I said uh, the day. I'm sure the David Barry tune was the last time. But I like uh, it's this not cheating. It's, well. it's, uh, I mean, covers of Christmas songs are important if they're good. Like the deepest voice in the world is in the background there, whoever that bloke is. He could be up there with Ollie Black in terms of. Well, we, we're not going to go there. But the. Anyway. No, great. Nice. Thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for this, George. Um, I hope we could continue this um, if and when anyone listens to this podcast and I carry on. Um, do it next Christmas. Yeah, let's do the five worst ones next Christmas. Let's do it. Let's dig them out. Could be. I think because it will require some homework. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well... It gives me great pleasure to send out all our love. Merry Christmas to all Hastings fans that are listening or anyone that's listening. Um, even uh, Nori's mum, she might still be listening out there in the uh, Bermuda Triangle. Um, thank you, George. Uh, I must say also thanks for your great support of this club um, over the seasons as well. So uh, it should never be forgotten, consistently there, so, and always get behind the team. But, George. It's been a pleasure, Chris. Take care, mate, and um, have, a, have a wonderful Christmas. I'll make sh- when is this one out? Uh, this will, okay, Roundtable's Wednesday recording, and Saturday the podcast is out. Super, I'll make sure I tune in, double your listenership for this week, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Billy Wood numbers, that'll be about 2,000 people. Uh, yes. This, yeah, there you go. Okay. And all anyway. of them children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on that note, uh, love to Billy, and uh, love to yeah. everyone. Yeah. Have a great Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Chris. Yeah, cheers, mate. Take care. Take care. This year's Christmas segment is brought to you directly from his music studio in Bonn, Germany. It's the chairman of the Hastings United 10 German Bombers Supports Club, Robert Grohl. And if you can, wait for the encore.
So we have time for what the French call an encore. There were ten German sledges in the air. There were ten German sledges in the air. There were ten German sledges. Ten German sledges. There were ten German sledges in the air. <laughs> Let's stop here. <laughs> And now over to the SBCS Fan Man Table. Many thanks and Merry Christmases to John from Canvey, Rob from Folkestone, Terry from Margate, Ian from Harringay, and Leon and John from My Club Hastings for making out. Right, it gives me great pleasure to introduce episode 113's fan round table it's the christmas special unfortunately um my, the special special guests have decided to give chris the elbow uh, unfortunately they're doing far more important things uh that was henning venn and gary elfick uh would have been nice uh but what the people we do have we have oh it's awesome i mean we've got we've got john from canvey we've got rob from folkestone we've also got uh ian uh, here, who's uh, a Haringey, Haringey fan, who's also runs their fanzine uh, as well. So we, we've also got John Gale and the wonderful Leon. But one thing we always do uh, on this podcast is uh, anyone that's on for the first time, we ask them, how did you fall in love with obviously a Haringey and get started with the fanzine and things like that? Uh, Ian, if you could tell us. I think, my, so I moved from North Wales to, um, to Haringey about um, 14 years ago and um sort of started going and watching Harangay Borough like shortly after that I think my first game was in like 2012 and then I has sort of that was about the time when we were in the Spartan Spartan South Midlands League and the football was dreadful and there was nobody there at all um and from between about sort of January and March the pitch would be waterlogged so no football would be played so it was sort of it was a sort of very infrequent thing um for <laughs> quite a few years and you know one or two games a season and then sort of around the time that they got the 3g pitch in and could actually play football for throughout like the winter months um started going more regularly and that was about the time that they started doing a doing a free season ticket deal and gradually there's sort of been this little community that's kind of coalesced around around that and um so i started i started going sort of 2016 2017 um and then it then it sort of that season we reached the playoffs, following season got uh, reached the well, got promoted. Um and it was sort of after the playoff final where we sort of, you know, that sort of that sort of thing where you all kind of like actually after the playoff semi-final where you know you start talking to people you've never spoken to before, but you've realized that you've sort of been standing there sort of um on behind the goal for pretty much the previous season. And then that was then we when we sort of started to just um to do the fanzine and yeah. And it's sort of, I mean, we are quite in a regular fanzine. I think we've done 10 issues now, we're about halfway through putting together issue 11. So that'll be, oh, that'll nice. be out in about March. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it, exactly. And this is a printed fanzine, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. God, blimey, I remember when they first come out. Yeah, um, old school. I, go on, John. Old school, isn't it? Yeah, old, absolutely old well, school. I love doing a printed fanzine because there's about 100 people who will buy it and enjoy it. And... Um, it's sort of you're, you're talking to a really small audience. You're you're not sort of like um, putting lots of stuff out there that people are going to kind of misinterpret or completely take the wrong way or whatever. And um, and it's sort of writing for an audience that small is actually makes it more enjoyable. I did used to 
do a WordPress blog. And then I got sort of so into like looking at the stats, how many people have, have read this article and stuff like that. And I had to stop doing it in the end because mm. I just, I just didn't enjoy that. I didn't enjoy sort of um, that sort of feeling that like how many people are like watch, uh, reading something that I've written is going to change the way I write. And uh, in the end, we just decided, yeah, let's just do, just do print fanzines. Oh, so just something much better about it anyway. Anything that's written in a, I mean, I know I'm old and I'll get accused of it, but like, you know, saying in written form, and I'll be, I like, I mean, you probably already know, you know, I'm not fussed about what people say and all this sort of stuff. It's like, as long as, you know, the stuff you're coming out from is from the heart. You love the club. Yeah. You, you know, you, you, you're talking about things that fans want to be talking about. Um, I think it's a really great thing that you, what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, I'd love that to be at Hastings, to be honest. Um, and, People, that's the problem is people just talk about it and then it goes, it doesn't go no further. Does that mean it's, oh, yeah, that'd be a great idea? Oh, who's going to actually do it? Oh, no, everyone disappears. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know, Rob, um, John, I mean, do you have anything like that at your, your clubs? Uh, well, um, we, uh, oh, go on, Rob, go on, you first, mate. No, go ahead. No, go on, mate, you, you go, mate, go on. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, um, sort of picking up on that, um, I guess that sort of value of having something printable, um, uh, you can obviously pick up on the day and take home your hand. I mean, we used to, um, when we had our program, it actually ended up winning a uh, award. I think one of the years, it's sort of end, end of the year awards, the Isthmian League. But we had done a sort of e-program. And, you know, despite the amount of effort we put into it, um, it I don't know, there always seem to be people asking, have you got same printing? Have you got same printing that we can take home? Particularly like people who just randomly turn up at your ground and watch a neutral game. So we... Um, sort of converted what we were doing into like basically this little pocket size program. Um this little small thing. It's all a bit more basic, but they just I don't know, started flying off the gates. So the sort of value of having that sort of little bit of printed merchandise that you can take home afterwards. I think a lot of people, despite the the advancing technology you got now, seem to really appreciate that still, don't they? Yeah. No, I absolutely I mean I'm I'm a massive fan of the printed program, as you all know, but um yeah, as a fanzine, I loved it when I was at QPR. I used to for years in the loft and the kick up the R's, which I think is still might still be going, but that's online. I'm not interested in online stuff. It's but that's me old. But what about your f- views, Rob? What's happening with your folks then in terms of that? Um, you got anything like that going? They don't do a fanzine. No, they haven't got a fanzine. <clears throat> I don't know if they used to have one, but they do do a pretty program for all the games, which uh, obviously the effort that goes into that. But when you turn up at non-league clubs and you even go to some of these grounds where you get like 50 people and you think that they someone's producing a printed uh, programme for those games, it's just incredible. I yeah, don't absolutely. think that's saying you want to lose out of English football because that is uh, that's a big part of what our game is about, you know, having a printed programme. You know, hats off to people who do it. I don't, I've never contributed to anything, you know. Um, I had to a fanzine a long time ago, but not, not to the programme. But yeah, fair play to anyone who does that. And I say we do one. So, yeah. No, I've got it. I've got it a uh, week Tuesday, didn't I? Was it week Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. doing that for the Velocity Champions League. Exactly, uh, mate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the big ones. Have you, have you just quickly, have you heard that story about the, the Velocity Champions League? It's a very quick story. Right, what, what it was, about two seasons ago or three, I can't remember, um, we knew the bloke at the PA. Uh, we're playing some Velocity Cup game that no one was, there was hardly anyone there, and it was like a small, mediocre team. Uh, and that we're just talking about Hastings now. No, no, we were just at some tiny club we were playing. And we said, look, play the Champions League music as we come out. Come just as a joke. <laughs> so it's from then on. They only ever did it once. But I, I, I do notice the lovely Terry's appeared. Yes, finally yeah. got off work. <laughs> well done. So 
<laughs> I'm not going to say you're skiving. You've come home a little bit early, is it? Or I've just managed to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no crimbo um, stuff Sorry, on. Sorry, didn't dear. get the memo. <laughs> uh, now, neither is John actually, and Leon definitely hasn't got anything on. Uh, well, I'm only surmising. Do you know what I mean? yeah, he could be sitting there naked. He could be sitting there naked for all I know. Um, right, I'll tell you who should we start with in terms of um, what's been happening in the last few weeks. Oh, right. Should we talk? Well, let's talk, Ian, let's talk about Haringey though. So, are you season? Obviously, uh, I think you're what, 19, 19th in the league? Is it? Uh, we, well, we were 19th briefly for about 10 minutes um, on Saturday afternoon. And then Kingstonian equalised at Margate, so we were back down to 20th. Um, not that I spent the entire game like watching the table. And, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're, averaging, we're averaging two points per game at the moment, if you go back two games. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's that's promotion for them. Um, like I like this thinking. I like this positive thinking, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it looks like from some an outsider looking in, it, it, you can't keep a clean sheet is what it... You know, and so is it just defensively? But it seems like you can get goals, but you just can't stop conceding. We don't really have anybody who can sort of. I mean, so you could sort of split some of our games this season into about two. There's, 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 there's been a, a few games where we've actually played all right and then conceded a lot of like very sloppy late goals. And then in between that, there's the just getting absolutely thrashed by people um, and sort of performances with absolutely no redeeming features. So it sort of it, it alternates between we play all right and I think um, oh yeah we might actually stay up if we can stick a few results together mm. and then we follow that up by losing to Potters Bar and Concord or or someone um, and that just uh, you know that sort of you're back then oh yeah we're definitely getting relegated now um, but I think the uh, the sort of the sort of game that probably represents where we are was Lewis a few weeks ago and we played really really well for 45 minutes and then yeah. lost the game four one. And I think that's probably like the we don't actually have a team that's good enough to compete at this level, not week in, week out. And um, I think I've, I'm pretty resigned at this point that we are going to get relegated this season. I'd like to be wrong. Never but... say never. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone's uh... beating everyone, aren't they? I mean, everyone's beating everyone. Like I saw we we've beat, I think we've beat Chatham and... Uh, Chatham beat Hornchurch. Hornchurch stuff us. How did you get on, John? How did you get on against uh, Chatham? Did you beat him as well? Yeah, we beat Chatham yeah. 3-2. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'd say it's it, again. I, a lot of teams can turn over other teams. Um, well, I'm I sorry. Mean, beating, go, on, go on, Ian. Beating Billericay on um, on Saturday yeah. was massive because I mean they're doing all right this season. Um, mm. I mean, part of that was that you know that game could have gone very differently if they'd been able to take their chances. Um, but you know. It's, we we played very well against them. You played very well against us. We were two, we, you were two 0 up, weren't you? And then we scored in the last minute for three two. Down it has. Is that right? Yeah. Um, the moment yeah. I was halfway out, thinking I've had enough of this, and then all of a sudden <laughs> goal went in. What, I think on. it was it was two one, wasn't it? But uh, scored a last minute winner, I think. Because yeah, we we yeah, we should never have won that game as well. I'm sure you were the better that's, team. Yeah, that's the yeah. yeah. But again, that sort of, of that sort of summed up the first third of our season. I think um, we sort of we were. We, I think the number of games that we lost with two late goals. We lost to Hornchurch. Um, we were one nil up, lost that two one. We lost to Canvey. We were two one up and lost that three two. We lost to Whitehawk. We were one nil up and lost that two one. I mean, I'm, I'm just these are just the ones I can remember. There's more. Don't start crying now, Ian. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, we've had so many. Somebody said to us the other night, um, "We must, we must have the highest in our league for late 
goals conceded, yeah. like, you know, 90th, 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 88th minute, you know, every bloody game, mm. we've we thought, yes, we've got it. No, there we go. There's the goal. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's no. literally, um, the last time we won a game was 4th of November. Yeah, but that was and a decent win as well, wasn't it? Who were you playing? Lewis. Yeah. But we, I mean, you guys did the same to us. And it's literally, we've, we've losing and drawing all the way, uh, Kingstonian last kick of the game, literally 92nd minute, something like that. They've all come in the last. We, if I, if I actually had time to go and tally it all up, I reckon we must be the top in the league for conceding in the ninety plus minutes. Yeah. Well, we could change it to like a rugby clock, couldn't you? So if you say, "Oh, that's it, <laughs> done." I am petitioning the Ismian League to end games after seventy minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do all right with that. I'll, yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll sign that position. <laughs> right. Retrospectively, as well. Okay. <laughs> Right, Rob, let's move on to Rob. Rob, folks, yeah. what should we talk about now? Yeah. Had we spoke before the mm. the Velocity game, or were we going to meet up? We were uh, going to meet up, with me. We did meet up, didn't we? Last time we were on. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously at the game we did, but like yeah. the last podcast, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It, was it just before then? Yeah, we, we, yeah, things a week before. week mm. before we spoke, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, so mm. obviously I didn't see the whole of the game because I, I had to see the last-minute um, shift. Yeah, so I managed to catch sort of half of the second half which isn't much much to see there really but you told me when I turned up that we started to just sort of come into the game a bit yeah but Hastings were pretty dominant when they first half for, for all accounts what you were saying in the first half and then you got a goal sort of towards the end didn't you as well you, to make it 2-0 two, two yeah yeah I mean I, I think uh, as as a game it was um it was a lot tighter than it looked Um, you know yeah you could say 2-0 oh who's gone there I've, I've upset him but there you go. Look, exactly. I'm sorry about bringing up our two 0 win, Rob. Uh, he's left us. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back in a minute. Um, they, yeah, they weren't. They weren't bad. I thought Folkestone were actually quite good in the second half. They, they they're not as 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 bad as as uh, Rob was telling us. Um, We've got them New Year's Day. Yeah, and then they, they they I think they had Horsham, and they were winning that from 60 minutes. I think um, Folkestone were, but Horsham have got a lot a lot of firepower. As um, obviously we well we all know. Um, I know you saw it recently, didn't you, John? Um, with Canby, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, definitely, they've got uh, a few uh, tricky boys up front that can, yeah, make things happen. So certainly no pushovers. Hmm. He's coming back. Let's see if he wants. They had a lot of games, here. although they're not league games. They had all that cup run, and they're still in the trophy, no? I think. Who's the now, yeah. Maybe that's going to be their Achilles' heel, really, just that backlog. But well, I'm hoping they just. Lit, then. Hopefully, they just blow out. You know, get worn out. <laughs> I hope so. Wait, what about that awesome? Did you go to the awesome game, uh, Rob? No, I didn't go, mate. No, I, I was working. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, What'd you hear um, about it? Well, apparently they played quite well. They they played quite Horsham in the second half. We turned it on. That's what I was told, and they sort of put us away. But um, we were in the game up to about seventy minutes by all accounts. So, and we'd actually done okay. There's some big improvements in the style of play and the way we were playing, and um, obviously it's. Uh, Artificial pitch at Horsham. Yeah. Our pitch isn't isn't too clever at the minute, but uh that's not an excuse. But yeah. Uh yeah, it was a bit of an improvement. So looking they got a friendly on Thursday, they'd arranged a, a friendly against Sittingbourne at home on Thursday because oh, right. they, they yeah, they've had a few uh, postponements and the new managers in there. He's brought a load of new players in and he's you know, he wants some minutes in the legs. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and then they've got obviously we got your lot on uh, boxing day. So yeah. yeah. Oh, was Sittingbourne? Yeah, yeah. I always remember when when we last yes. played Sittingbourne. Have I told you? Uh, I'm, all, I'm full of. I'm like Max Bygraves, mate. I'm full of stories. 
The, um, yeah. We were playing Sittingbourne <laughs> and uh, old Johnny Wheels that used to come on this uh, podcast. So this is Sittingbourne Away and they're giving us dogs abuse. Uh, they, they're, they're an interesting bunch of Sittingbourne fans. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we he started a song with uh, more, more, um, is it more fans than teeth, uh, <laughs> which was a good one because <laughs> most of them had no teeth. It yeah. was like maybe one to two teeth. <laughs> yeah, they make up for it in fingers though, don't they? <laughs> well... <laughs> oh, I, I've never been out on the, on the town in Sittingbourne oh. like you have, Rob. So, um, no. yeah, it's a family, don't do it. It's a family tree, it's a family tree goes in straight line, Sittingbourne. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, obviously, we've got you, we've got you, uh, Boxing Day. Unfortunately, I can't be there. I know lots of people are intending to go, and it should be a cracker. I, I don't think mm. it's you're a pushover at all. I was just saying when you, you obviously, you know, you left in a huff there. Uh, you got upset when I started talking about our win. Um, not really, but uh, like that, you know, you you definitely put a, a decent second half performance there, and and there's a there's there's obviously changes happening, you know, from <clears throat> how it's been. So, Rob, um, Rob, can I ask you what do you think of yeah. Kane Penn then? How's he settling in? Uh, <clears throat> he, he's been all right. He's he's been quite steady. Yeah, nothing spectacular. Yeah, I think he's been playing <clears throat> been playing in a struggling team, so it's really been. It's not been, you know, the best friend of the players. And you're not really, well, I don't think we've seen the best of, you know, of him in particular, just for the fact that he's been playing in a team that's short of confidence and it's been a bit of a bad run. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's been pretty steady. He's yeah, been pretty steady, mate. Quite gutted when he left us, to be honest. Yeah, because he, 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 he was playing in midfield. He's played quite a lot of games in midfield. Oh, okay. Well, he is a full back, isn't he? Yeah, that's mm. he was quite attacking, though. Uh, an yeah. attacking full back, you know. He could, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pace, he, quite a lot of pace about him. And... He was proper getting tapped up by all the Hastings fans and management. <laughs> yeah. We were singing that we want him back and all that. He was laughing. Like, he actually laughed at one point because it was like. <laughs> you, know, you guys just signed Sess, didn't you? Pardon? The uh, folks who just signed the Chris yeah. Sess. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just signed, yeah. Did he, has he had a stint at Margate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's a crack up like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, he, he yeah. Um, the kids and that, because my son sponsored him for the season, got your, his shirt. Your pussy's getting in the way of the microphone, dear. I just thought I'd mention that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, <laughs> yeah he, he's, he's, he's a really, really nice guy. Right. Yeah, yeah I look forward to seeing him play. He, yeah, I think he's, he had a, yeah, he's, 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 he's got, got it in there. Well, I think hey? he played a duck. He played at Dover as well. I don't know if they're in the National League at the time, but he's been up there. And I think he was at Horsham as well. Yeah, he was at Horsham for a bit last season, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's a good lad. So would that cost money, that one? Did you buy uh, him for money? Or? So he, he no, I think he just goes right? with it. Oh, is it? Somebody oh, right. will let him fly. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Right, all right. And Terry, uh, we'll move on to you then, love. Uh, talk about what's happening at Margate, love. Well, we finally got a point. You did? <laughs> yeah. Again, should have been free, but we uh, we let it go in the ninth year. Yeah. So. But the bloke seems to be, you know, Mark Stimson. He he seems to have his head screwed on. He was at Gillingham and that. So yeah. see how we go. The players seem to get on with him, apart from the fact we've lost bloody Harrison Apple. He's got the dullage. Was that because yeah, he weren't going to get? Yeah, was that because he weren't going to get game time or? No, no, I, I think that was um. Oh, money. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, they 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 obviously put a seven dayer in because they all mm. you know new manager. Let's see what we can tap them up. Mm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a shame because he just done his hundredth appearance for us. and <laughs> gave me his shirt oh. before the game, and then he buggered off two days later. Uh. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, that's yeah. non-league football, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like Femi playing against Hawchurch. 
Oh. I mean, yeah, I'm going to get a goal against them. And then yeah. he's like, oh, hang on, no, I'm not. I'm going to jump on their coach. Well, the thing is, he's, <laughs> I mean, you, you've got, I don't think he's, he's, he's going to sort of, how do I put it? He's only about five foot five, tiny, skinny. Mm. And they're all bloody hench in his thin dullage. So <laughs> it's going to be all these huge guys and then little little Harrison running up and down the wing, <laughs> like, you know. It's dullage's problem he's now. He's going to get a couple of new players in. So fingers crossed they'll be uh, coming in because we need, we need bolstering somewhat. Yeah. What is it with, with you, is it because you're not finishing teams off or is it that you yeah. just can't defend? Yeah, uh, it's it's literally they, they lose the concentration in the last five minutes. Mm. Uh, that, that's what was it. if it was if it was seventy minutes a game we'd be great. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, who you got uh, Saturday? Uh, not Saturday. Um, Boxing, Boxing Day. Day. We're away to Cray Wanderers. Okay, that's uh, a... and then we've got Chesson on the 29th and then we have got folks coming to us for New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. A, oh, what? So you get all the Cracking. good away, is it? I mean, Margate and bloody New Year's Day. Hello. Yeah, Brilliant, so there, eh? there, there will be several beverages on hand if you're in the bar after. Yeah, okay, and buttering yeah. him up, buttering him up as well. well I'm it. sponsoring the game, so I get I get free beer yeah. tokens. Don't worry, you see you there. <laughs> you won't miss me. Yeah, no, I'll leave you personally. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, John Canby, talk to uh, me, mate. Like Potter's Bar, not the worst. Potter's Bar have been on an amazing run, really. Like, was it one defeat in about fifteen league games? So that's not, but still, four goals. What's that? What's that? What's happening there? I think that's the thing, really. I mean, it's not so much the the manner of who we lost to; it's just how we lost it. Um, I mean, we've only played that one game since we last spoke. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, the folks one got rained off. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a it was a bit of a mess, unfortunately. I mean, uh, we're very depleted as a as a team at the moment. I mean, that's been one of our main problems this season: injuries. Um, I think we only had about one fully fit player on the bench. On oh, blimey, really? Oh, yeah, like the other. I think the um. Yeah, it was wild midfield Luke or Albert. Um, I think you had another boy here, uh, Charlie Edwards. He was only about 50-50. He did manage to get some minutes in. Uh, and he's been one of our main midfielders over the last season a bit. And then our captain uh, woke up with a crook neck in the morning, so there's no way he could play. How they even named him on the bench, I don't know. But, yeah, which, oh, it was it was a frustrating one. Um, we just never really seemed in it. I mean, I, I, mean, I can't even take it away from Potts Bar. They played well, finished off some good chances. But we just seemed... So lackluster, and that's been our problem lately. Um, we just, I don't know, just any sort of rhythm we try and get together just never really seems to work. I mean, we got a goal back early in the second half, and we thought, oh, okay, you know, this could be another bit of a sort of Chatham or a Haringey style situation where you know, it might must have a comeback, and then it just, yeah, just fell apart again. So it was a, a bit of a dire watch, and you know, I mean, really, we dodged a bit of a bullet tonight because we were meant to have a county cup game. I think we only had about 11 players we could muster because a few were on like, office Christmas parties or saying, and yeah. then some you know, injuries as well. Which, yeah. So at the very least, you know, we'll at least we'll have a few people, uh, a few more people available on Saturday, but on church, that's going to be tough, yeah. real tough. And then um, Bogner and uh, obviously the derby against Concord on uh, <clears throat> New Year's Day coming up. So, I mean, I think our manager, he said in his recent interview, um, if you can't get yourself up for them three games, you really, you've got to be questioning if you rightly playing football at this level and I'll, I'll make him right you know there's there's a, a few boys in our team I think it's probably probably doesn't help that we're so light on numbers because they can yeah, put in right. a some kind of performance but they can you know they know they're not going to get replaced the next week they sort of coast along 
Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, so we could do some reinforcements to bolster up the team, really. But yes, yeah, so it's going to be a tough couple of weeks, I think, until we get a few people back. Mm. Or, or you're playing all church. You've just lost their yeah, first game. Yeah. We know that. Well, that? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. we've done double over them last year. I mean, it's, it's like you said before, anyone in this league is capable of beating anyone on their day. I mean, mm. it would be some kind of Christmas miracle in my eyes if we do beat them on Saturday. But, you know, strange things happen. So, just give yeah, it. Me, for, all money, for all the money spent, Hornchurch didn't impress me at all when, when they played us. I mean, they, they beat us 2 1 with two stoppage time goals, but everyone does that. that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I see it too. That's what I mean. They go back to that one on the opening day. Again, you were really good for the first portion of the game. And really, I, would, I wouldn't have been disappointed if you had beat us because we weren't that great that day. Just somehow managed to put it back. But uh, where we had that sort of spark about us before, um, it just doesn't seem to be there at the minute, which is the concerning thing, really. So I think we need a, a win from somewhere just to bolster us a bit. Um, I mean, we're hoping to get that at the very least <laughs> on a New Year's Day because, yeah. I mean, that's one game we want this season. Just to, Well, I've already done it once, turn Conkwood over, do it again. It'd be beautiful. And it, it, that'd bolster us a little bit when we've done it back in August. So, who's to say, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I see you beating them. I see you beating on Church, and then obviously you can go on from there. Your, your sort of derby game, who knows? It's well, that's a bit it. More, isn't it? Day in that one, it? But now, on Church, I mean, I, I wouldn't even be that disappointed. You know, with with something like on Church, I've got so much expectation on this year. I mean, I just wanted to go there and, and put in a bit of fight because obviously against like hashtag recently against Potts Bar, we didn't do that. And I think that was the most disappointing thing, really. I mean, like I say, in this league, anyone can beat anyone. So if you do lose someone, it's not as unexpected as you think, whether they're at the top or bottom. Mm. It's just a manner of performance you put in. And that's been our most disappointing thing recently. Just the performance level just ain't been there. I can see it now. Tyler Christian, own goal. Sorry, Tyler Christian, law, own <laughs> goal, 88, 89th minute, mate. That's what I'm saying. If there's anyone I want to repeat the trick from last year, it was, uh, we've got a boy, Connor Hubble, in the midfield, and he mm. must have scored, um, oh, God, one of my goals of the season last year. Just, I mean, I'm, uh, I grew up on West Ham, and obviously I still follow him a bit. Um, mm. And I don't know if anyone remembers the Dimitri Payet goal against uh, Manchester United in the Cup. Christ. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. It was literally a stonewall copy of that. <laughs> I watch it back all the time. It's just God. That could act, if that sort of lightning struck twice, yeah. A Merry Christmas indeed, I'll tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, and talking of Merry Christmases, we're going to talk about Hastings now, funnily enough. So, we've had a few games since uh, the last podcast. We played uh, the Folkestone game and uh, what was the other game? The Bogner draw. Uh, John, I know you went to at least one of those games. Yeah, I was at the Bogner one. Do you want to, well, do you want to talk about Bogner a little bit? Uh, yeah, first off, I thought we played really well. Um, probably should have, we had a penalty to make us go 1-0 up but I think we should have had at least one more penalty before that yeah. and there's a possible VAR decision that never happened well, <laughs> the goalie many, took, mate. took the ball over the line and then pushed it back again and and the linesman flagged yeah yeah and the referee gone over the line and yeah, the ref overruled him yeah so yeah, I, mean, I thought we looked like we were in control and then second half I don't know what happened but we didn't come out did we really I didn't right. think so we weren't really on 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 spec Second half, they got penalty, one all. But they had their number seven on the right wing. Cool. Mm. He ripped us apart. Little little bloke. He was fast, wasn't he? He's the one with the long Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hair, that's yeah. Guy, yeah. I can't remember. I should have checked his name. But he, he's a really useful player. Yeah, yeah. He, I, he, 
I thought he must off. have been sub because I didn't never noticed him first half. But he, he was. Well, he wasn't allowed to play first half. Let's be honest. That's what he was. But second, he was half. so good for half an hour. Yeah. And then they changed shape, and and they were. I felt they were quite good, and they, they should. They should have nicked it, and then we should have nicked it. It gets back to that thing where everybody, like you, like you said earlier, anybody can be anyone on the day because they're all these teams <laughs> seem to see one half of like they're crap, second half they're all over, they're all over us. <laughs> it's the other way around sometimes. So yeah, no, I've, I was, I, you know, it's still early days for us. I think though, with um, change of management and all that, I think we've got to give them a bit more time to settle in and make sure everything's ticking along properly. Chris is, um, Aggie's still trying to get his right squad. I think it's difficult, and uh, we lost a lot, so many players, didn't we? Mid yeah. midway through. And then um, he's gradually building them back up. We'll see. Mm. But I'm a bit worried that we might get suspensions and crucial injuries in certain areas. Uh, we've got a young, young lad in at Sam, no relation, Sam Gale. I think he's been, he's looked really good, but I don't know how long we got him for. It was meant to be 28 days, but I'm sure it's more than that already. And he's still played. So I, I think they're know. looking to extend it, but I don't yeah. sh I don't think he'll be staying. I think I think we'll have to find a replacement for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see. Did well, you stay for the fan forum, John, by the way? No, I had to go. <laughs> Funny enough, I, was, I met Henning down in the pub. <laughs> Fuck, it's your fault, isn't it? He's still probably no, lying he, he there. Was, he was busy with someone else, but uh, yeah, I was in there getting a pizza <laughs> and he came in. I thought, oh, that was a bit quick. He got down there quicker than me, I think. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was... Um, yeah, no, I didn't get to that. I don't know what the outcome was, actually. Has that been, has that been filmed? I, I don't know. I, no, I, I've got no idea. Leon, ah. are you still with us, Leon? I'm still here, yeah. Yeah, hello, sir. Yeah, well, yeah. you got any thoughts on the Bogner game? And if um, you went to the fan forum, sir? Uh, I didn't go to the fan forum because, yeah, because that time of year I had to go. I had plans. But um, the game, I don't... <clears throat> um, like, like you guys are saying, I thought first half hour, we were the better team. I still think we had more to give, really. I thought we were better, definitely the better team, but I still felt... I don't know, we didn't... We, obviously, our goal come through the penalty, but I don't remember any sort of clear-cut chances. We created, obviously, John Ufa had a good, good game on the wing, but then we just stopped stopped getting him in the in the game after that mm -hmm. after that initial half hour. And in second half, it was it was all... Bogner controlled it, really, especially um, they sort of controlled it from the midfield. Um, it weren't until sort of the last sort of 10, 10 or so minutes that we started to pile on the pressure a bit again, got the wingers back in the game, got Fred, Freddie made oh, a few Freddie, good... Oh, Freddie yeah, made a difference. Runs in there at the end. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he definitely. They couldn't, and I, couldn't I wasn't handle sure, it. Wasn't sure. And what about what that goal? What about yeah, the goal at the end? I don't oh, know yeah. why that was disallowed. I've seen that back since and I think that goal, he was heavily protected, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Ref. No, that ref was giving him everything, wasn't he? It seems to be a, kind of a theme at the minute, doesn't it? Just yeah. talking about refing decisions but it's well it's just for people it, that didn't ways. see it for people that didn't see it their defender pulled into their goalie pushed him into the goal yeah, right? and we scored and we fouled the goalie but okay <laughs> but but I, I said before the ball went in i said the ref's the ref's gonna give something yeah, i just you, i just thought no yeah. you knew you knew didn't you yeah, just, just the way yeah. the game had gone yeah really and Dom, not it was Dom it, Vos, it's Dom Vos in disguise i know it was <laughs> but i looked at the um like the match report afterwards and how, how we ended up with more bookings than than Bogner is beyond me because they yeah. made a cut they put in a couple yeah. of cynical Proper challenges on John on John yeah, yeah, John, yeah and yeah. got away with it and then I think it was um Ollie Black got a yellow it was it was a foul but it wasn't a yellow card nah. and then you, yeah and how we ended up with more I think we only got like, two bookings compared to the, their one but just how we got more bookings Fag was kicking the ball away though wasn't it it was Who's that one. oh was yeah. It, oh yeah, yeah no well that's that's fair enough yeah. isn't it you know but yeah but but still, just you know, they put in a couple of cynical fouls. They yeah, knew 
that what they were doing and they get away with it. But hey, hey, less about the ref, hey, and you know, getting bored of moaning about refs at the minute. But but not another goal for David. Yeah, yeah. How, how, many, how many close? Seventeen, seventeen or thirty. Yeah. yeah, but like like um, um, Windu was touching upon earlier. You know, if if if, if he gets you know another suspension or injury, then I feel we're a bit possibly a bit light in the in the striker department. Mm-hmm. What do you think of um, the new guy? Was it his fag? Tommy Fag from yeah. played for Ashford and yeah, um, I was a bit disappointed to be honest. I don't know, yeah, he's quite he's bigger than I thought he'd be. I know he's um I know he's a good player. Just yeah. you know, was it was it his first game, wasn't it? First game for us. Uh first one yeah. at home, definitely at home. Yeah, we, you know he's so it's the first time I'd seen him probably and uh yeah. he's in the main stand, Leon. He's gonna be arsh, isn't he? <laughs> he he's wasn't, be arsh. wasn't they're all it? moaning. Go no, on. I was on the other on on the bank side this week. <laughs> oh, they're even worse. <laughs> Actually, I was near you, Leon. So first off. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was um, yeah, it was all good. Yeah, just have to. I think they just carry on as they are. They'll be all right. And then I think personally, they're. Even if they get a sniff at the playoffs, I'll be quite happy after what's happened this year. <clears throat> yeah, no, I'll be more than happy. Anything other than that, as, 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 you know, as I, I had visions once it all started collapsing midway through the first half of this season. I thought, oh, we're going to really crash here. But no, fair dues. Everyone's picked up. And the ones who've stayed around have, have looked quite impressive, haven't they? Yeah, um, yeah. Granger in goal, he's, he, you know, when I found out how far he's travelling, for a game at home, hats off. Oh, he's to been him. brilliant. He's been yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I thought yeah, he'd no. be gone straight away, but All no. Respect to him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and obviously Johnny's been absolutely brilliant yeah, for us. But like touching that. upon what you're saying with that number seven, I noticed he dropped back quite a bit in the second half and yeah. sort of kept Johnny a bit um yeah, bit quieter. Kept him occupied, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you know, he definitely he was their standout player. Uh, yeah. Seven, so fair play to him. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention before we finish with other other, other fans of other clubs here is one thing that I thought was a really good thing and from the fan forum the feedback I got from that it turns out it isn't like so we've signed two of our young players to contracts uh JJ Walker and Jamal Abanga who actually got his first goal for the club against Folkestone in the cup uh he's a good lad so we signed these people to contracts and so uh, you know as a, a fan I don't really know about a contract system I'm thinking oh great stuff you know that they're they're here they can you know, they're, they're um, going to hang about, you know, we're building for the future. We're giving them a clear sort of sign. We, we want to, you know, support them and that's. But what happened was, as, as Aggie was talking about in the fan forum was, well, as soon as you sign these people to contracts, they can't play for anyone else. So if they can't get in the first team, there's no under 23s. No, there's a problem now. So that's... they don't get games. No. So he was spitting feathers, apparently, that we signed these people to deals. I mean, do you have the sort of same issues with younger players at your clubs or... I mean, do you just don't sign them to contracts? I mean, I, I don't think you know. most of ours are on contract. To be fair, there's some of them are, but we've got an under twenty threes as well. So it's oh yeah, see, yeah, yeah. So the, um, the Kent Kent League has got the Kent side. I'm sorry, your side of things has got an under twenty three system, yeah. Yeah. What about the others? What about Rob? Has Folkestone got that, Rob? I don't think they've got an under twenty threes. No, I think they've got a youth team. And yeah. I think they've got an under eighteen. I don't think they've yeah. got the under twenty threes. No. Um, what if you sign a youth player on a contract? Then can you not? Because I'm I'm not sure about this. What about the dual registration thing? Can he not this dual register what, for another club if he's this, contracted? Well, that's what I, it's what I, what I this is feedback I got from the the, the fan form, which is that ma- the manager's saying that he, he's unable when he's pissed off with the previous ownership that they yeah. before they left sign these people up because he can't let them go to local sides. To, even just to get a bit of game time, but like, mm-hmm. um, 
and it's particularly it's a vital part of their yeah and it's quite awkward for him and you're not just loan yeah. them out I, I don't know that's what i'm saying i don't know if if, if... i know i know because we've got a couple that have gone jill reg who's got um harvey smith he's one of our youngsters and he's he's um jill reg with whitstable which are league below and he's he's scoring goals for fun mm. i mean maybe that with jill reg, they have to pay <laughs> maybe the other club has to pay money yeah, and we're, yeah, if we're doing that we're a... i don't know but, yeah i know I, when, when yeah you... it just pops into my head that sorry yeah it's it's a bit of a shitty situation where obviously I think the Isthmian under 20 23s league went under but we've we've got a we've got a league in Sussex so why didn't we just and and so obviously that's a question for the previous management the previous mm-hmm. ownership whatever why didn't we enter a team in the Sussex league well we could have entered we've got youth teams in the in the Kent league surely that was another option and now you've got situations like you've just said where we've got you know lads that need the game time but uh, John what about Panvi have they got under 23s uh, no no I mean uh... That's probably something that we could do with. I think that's part of the biggest symptom of saying wrong. We've got a brother club, really. But, but we used to have quite a good um, youth set up at Canvey, but for some reason, they just seem to pack all that in. Um, but I mean, we've got a lot of um, sides who do operate those sort of under 23 sides around the Essex area as well. I mean, um, Chelmsford, Averley, they're all sort of playing these sort of lower county leagues just to get. Um, their boys a bit of game time really uh, yeah. and a lot of them will go out to sort of smaller clubs to get game time so I guess it's something that obviously can it can be done in the right way I guess it all just depends on what's written into those contracts really whether there's something yeah. preventing that yes I guess there's maybe a few more ins and outs and to it than you might sort of think at first glance yeah. Ian have you got 23s at your club you're muted Ian you're muted <laughs> yep. we have an under 23s playing in the um, Essex Alliance League I think um, okay. I think they, I think they won it last season, maybe. Um, but obviously, there's like where we are at the moment. Um, we've got like quite a, you know, we end up with under twenty threes playing on playing an under twenty threes match on Saturday, and then they're on the bench on a, uh, sorry, on a Friday, and then they're on the bench on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a, that was quite good, wasn't it, Chris? What mate? Last, last year we had it quite. Oh, now, we've been really, we've been brilliant. Yeah. I think we won the league double, cup double. Yeah, from... last yeah. Two times and in a row, wasn't it? Yeah, they won this, their version of the Sussex Senior Cup, didn't they? Or well, Sussex Cup, didn't they? I was it three it. times in a row? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't Leon, remember. would you remember? I can't James remember, Holmes, mate. Right? I know they've definitely won the Sussex Cup. Oh, yeah, we had great. Isthmian, under-23 yeah. league, didn't they? So we went, we went, didn't we watch them play when they could have when they won the won the league a couple of seasons ago and James Hull absolutely, absolutely oh, lost it, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, James Hull. Is that Eastbourne now, isn't he? Is it Eastbourne? Uh, yeah, yeah, Lansons. Eastbourne Town, isn't it? Oh, United. Yeah, he's gone from Lanson, isn't he? He's not Lanson. Him and his Crocs. <laughs> yeah. They're a crime of against humanity anyway, so... Oh, well, find out if his brother's wearing one now, won't we? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Just as a quick side, to anyone listening, obviously we signed Daniel Hull. Uh, yeah. He's a uh, good player. He played for, he's played for Ashford. He's played for uh, Bexhill Bex as well, Bex wasn't he? Bexhill, yeah. Bexhill, yeah. yeah. Bex Hill, yeah. There, so, uh, myself and Leon, I'm not sure John was there. So, when we... It was it the promotion game that we did it. Was it Leon? It, well, it was one of the, the one of after after game clubhouse. Yeah. So, things, yeah. so James Hull was a forward for Hastings, who's obviously since moved on, an absolute cracking bloke. So his brother Daniel is at it was at Ashford at the time. So James was like, oh, you know, like, well, I, I can't remember who suggested it. Let's ring up his Daniel and give him some shit down the phone. So we rang him up and we were singing all sorts of things to Daniel. So now that he's here, I've had to say that to him, like, Daniel, we're going to have to change the song because we used to sing You're Just a Shit, James Hull. <laughs> now, 
is obviously going to have to be, it's going to be reversed, unfortunately, James. Um, I know he listens. Yeah. Did everybody hear about Lid? Oh, what? Who was oh, it? Was yeah. it Kenny? Was it Rob, Kenny and yeah, Sam? Was, Rob might be interested in that, especially with um, yeah. Ronnie Dolan getting sent off. And then I was, <laughs> yeah, there was a big punch up, wasn't there? Yeah, Is that bad. right? Yeah, it's quite bad, wasn't it? And, uh, I read on the on, uh, Kent online football website, it said that the um, he was involved with spectators as well. Is that right? Yeah, Fisher. Yeah, I think they yeah. beat up a oh, segment of the crowd. Where the Fisher, Fisher fans were were involved in it, but yeah, they were seven. behind the barrier and they were saying they don't have to. Yeah, they don't think that anybody was actually involved. If they just happened to be there. Yeah, it all got a bit out of hand. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Well, do you reckon Ken, Kenny's got to be involved? Yeah, well, oh, Kenny's Kenny only just come on, when he? Oh, <laughs> he come on and went straight back off again. Yeah, I'm not for... saying that. I don't know. It wasn't next. I don't know. But it was a bit... Sam Adams, Kenny Pope. Yeah. These are people that... Oh, Jamal's over there as well. Jamal King from a few years back. He's played for us in defence. He's there as well. So oh, they got... Yeah. Yeah, I was... I couldn't believe that. I thought, blimey. Because it was quite... I think it was in the last minute. Fisher were winning, I know. I think two, three, three, two. It's called off now, though, isn't it? Yeah, they called it off. That's it. That's it. Kenny's been told we're calling this game off. Let's start yeah, a fight. That's, that's what it, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, good stuff. <laughs> well, right. oh, thank you, thank you for that, uh, yeah. John. Uh, and obviously, much love sent to all of our ex players from, uh, <laughs> from at Lid. Um, yeah. But um, listen, all of you have a wonderful uh, Christmas. Uh, much love to. Uh, your families and everything. Uh, Ian from Harringay, John from Canvey, Terry from Margate, Rob from uh, Folkestone, and obviously John and Leon, obviously Hastings. Uh, we'll see you in the game in the new year, yeah? And, and have a great crimbo. Yeah, have a good Christmas, everyone. That's it for another episode, SBTS fans. If you want to get in contact with this podcast, the email is hufcpod at gmail.com. Twitter, which is SBTS Pod. Otherwise, go to the YouTube. Over three and a half years of content on there. There's so many other ways to listen. However, you get your podcasts, we're on all platforms. Or go to the link tree, which is SBTS Podcast, uh, and subscribe. It's all free. Remember, get yourselves to a game and support local football, whoever and wherever you're watching. And apart from that, see you at the game. <laughs>